Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's three dollars. You cheap. And one plays scratch offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Fakes left, comes back white with a right hand this time and scores again. <laughs> okay. The race has got all five of Maryland's points. They lead it by three. Harris Smith will go around a nice screen off the glass and score with one second to play in the first half. And that's the end of the first half. What a move by the freshman, Deshaun Harris Smith. Um, for them to lock in, uh, chase the right guys off the line, just shows that they were locked in. And I think that's what, you know, if they if they can keep that all year long and get better on the offensive end, that, that's really good for us. We got another test on Friday with Davidson. And with our team fully back, not going to win, you know. I feel, I feel like we're going to be good. I mean, uh, it was definitely great. A uh, huge reason I came was because uh, I, be, I was able to stay home. A lot of um, family and friends and come to the game. So having like 50 people here for me, it was uh, great. Gave me a lot of confidence, like I said. We've struggled with that so far. Our two scrimmages we had, I think Cincinnati, we had 16 turnovers. Virginia, we had 15 turnovers. I didn't think we were good in transition. I thought we took some bad shots in transition. And we, we just can't turn over that many times. That's Kevin Willard over here. Head coach of the University of Maryland. Terps opened their season last night. 68-53 over Mount St. Mary's as they start, unbelievably, the college basketball season of 2023-2024. I mean, the year, and I don't want to get into the passage of time. For old geezers like me and Vinny, we just sit here going, man, it seemed like only yesterday we were doing some things. Nolan hasn't gotten to that stage of his life yet. (laughs) Right. But you will sooner or later, because it seems like only yesterday we were talking about Maryland getting thumped by Alabama in the NCAA tournament. As a matter of fact, as that was happening, Vinny, Maryland decking was putting my deck up. So that's April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Eight months ago, a whole baseball season has passed. Great one. But gun nonetheless. NFL draft has passed. We're already, what, 
10 weeks into the NFL season or approaching 10 weeks. College football's 11 weeks in. We're a couple of weeks away from season finales in college football. NBA's two weeks in. NHL's three weeks in. And here we are talking about the start of college basketball. Where in God's name has 2023 gone? And we were talking off the air. Nolan, I know you hate hearing this. I'll be putting my Christmas tree up in three weeks. Thanksgiving is two weeks from tomorrow. Well, you don't put it up right after uh, Thanksgiving? No, nah, I wait till that Saturday. Or this, because I'm going to the Maryland game that Saturday, probably that Monday, because I'm off the week after Thanksgiving. So what do you think, Nolan? Passage of time, is that the old people stuff starting to creep into your conscience this yet? I didn't know we were opening the show with this today. You we're got me just feeling, go, roll uh, with the flow, baby. Existential here on a on I don't a even Wednesday. know what that means. <laughs> yeah, me either, Nolan. I, well... I thought you would. You guys are the older ones. You got to have the wise sage <laughs> mindset. I don't know what sage is. Uh, it's what you burn when something smells. No, I know that it, it keeps away the evil spirits. But point is, we're talking college hoops as Maryland opened their season last night. Julian Reese, eighteen and eight, as you know, he did what was impressive about him. If you listen to it on the fan or watched it on Big Ten Plus, he was scoring in a variety of ways in the paint. Left-handed, yeah. right-handed. I mean, you didn't see the game. Let's be no, but uh, but Walt was talking about that the wizard you know, the left hand. You know that he didn't have that last year. He was doing some opposite. He pull up little fifteen footers. He was drilling yeah. them. His problem, and I don't want to start with a negative because it's not really a negative because he's going to have a monster year, mm-hmm. and he might be the best player on the team when it's all said and done. He's got to hit his foul shots, man. Two for seven last night, Aich. and and they're of the brick variety Oof. oftentimes. So as Ryan Ripken would say, baseball perspective, but works in all sports, he gets domed up, I guess, at the line. And he got in foul trouble last night too, Nolan. He you did. That see, was common last year. Right. It's kind of been his yeah. thing all career long. And he wears it. Like you said, he's domed up. I mean, when he's missing one, he misses the second one, and then you can see it in his face. Oh, my God, like, I really missed two more. And then afterwards, Willard says, well, this morning, you know, he puts up you know, 25, 30 free throws, and he sinks all of them. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Knobloch. I don't know. I mean, it's not like he's not working on it, but in the game, it looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. And look, he doesn't have the most picture-perfect delivery to begin with. It's a very unorthodox foul shot. But, you know, Jamal Wilkes would hit 80% of his, and he had one of the funkiest shots of all time. You, If it's comfortable comfortable for you, that's all that matters. But sooner or later, they got to start going in. What did what, what did Wilt do, Bob, when he threw him between his legs underneath? Yeah, he missed like 50% of his foul shots. Wilt Chamberlain was one of the worst foul shooters <laughs> of all time. But for Julian Reese to take his game, and we talked about it yesterday with Walt Williams. Yep. To take it to whatever level he can go, which I think is a pro level NBA, got to be a little more reliable at the line and for Maryland this year because he's going to get hacked. Yep. It's going to be hack a juju when he's in the paint, not let him score and get his little dunks. It follows. They're going to hack him and he's going to tighten up on it. It's easier to, I can go at him when nobody's watching and hit 10 th- uh, straight free throws, literally. But when you know you got 14,000 people cheering against you at Bloomington, it's a, a much more difficult task and the foul trouble. So that's lazy reaching and everything that goes yeah. along with it. Yeah. But we're not here to nitpick because the guy had an outstanding game and helped lead the way. Deshaun Harris-Smith, stud. 
He's a stud. He's a beast. He's he's 18, 19 years old. Freshman, he looks like he's a, a 25-year-old NBA grizzled veteran. Athletic as all get out. Left-hander himself. Attacks the rim. All right, didn't shoot all that great. Maryland as a team didn't shoot well from beyond the arc, but he's a stud. So he's one of this uh, recruiting class uh, pieces that was highly regarded who's starting right out of the gate, and rightfully so. And Jameer Young, fifth-year senior, solid, if not spectacular. So Maryland turnovers were an issue 15 last night. Didn't shoot well from beyond the arc, only three for 16. But they did what they had to do. They were winning comfortably. Yep. And then they went like five, six minutes without scoring and bounced St. Mary's to their credit. And they're going to be an interesting team in the MAC this year. They were what? They're two years removed from being in the NCAA tournament. Now it's a different league, and it was first four. Obviously, the personnel is different. Their best player had a rough day. Lafew, he was three for fourteen mm-hmm. from the floor. So who knows how much different this could have looked? But the bottom line is, it's a young team with veteran presence for sure. And we'll see how they progress over the course of the... They're a NCAA tournament team. Absolutely no doubt about it. They're going to be better than they were last year. It's just a question of gelling over the course of the year. They got uh, Davidson coming up down in Asheville. There's a tournament this weekend. Mm -hmm. And it looks like Clemson probably will be the finale if they advance on Sunday. Gary Williams will be joining us, by the way, at 11 o'clock. Who was at the game last night? Yeah, Johnny was talking about that. Gary, Gary was there. he's been there a lot with uh, he and Willard with, have yeah. a nice relationship. Yeah, they do. So yeah, that, Bob. I mean, like you said, the biggest thing is is improve. You know, that's the biggest thing is get better after Christmas. You know, when the Big Ten tournament comes, that that's going to be the key. That you know, fre- these freshmen, the freshmen that they start in January, play like sophomores. Right, and uh, we'll see with uh, Lamoth whether or not he'll get it extended PT, but Kaiser and Harris-Smith are definitely going to be integral parts. And this Geronimo kid, the transfer out of Indiana, kind of that glue guy. Where's Keith Booth's number 22? Kind of plays like him a little bit. He, you remember, you saw him when he played for the Hoosiers. <clears throat> he had his starts there for Mike Woodson. So Maryland starts last night <laughs> with a win against Mount St. Mary's. Davidson and on Friday, you can hear all of your Maryland action throughout the season here on 1057 The Fan. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Ravens back at it coming up on Sunday against the Browns. Ravens are six-point favorites in this matchup of AFC North Foes. Ravens won four in a row, 7-2 on the year. We'll get into our midseason grades because there's it's not 16, so you don't really have a halfway point. But in games play, the Ravens are beyond the halfway point. Cleveland coming in here, they've won three of four since the Ravens blew them out. Their one loss, however, was to Seattle a couple of weeks back. But they have Deshaun Watson back in that lineup. Yeah, and I I thought, you know, watching the film, I thought Deshaun was bad the first half. I thought he got better the second half. And the biggest thing with him is he wasn't comfortable in congestion in the pocket. When he had a lot of time, that's when he hit Cooper deep. You know, that's when he was better. But he was inaccurate early on. Yeah, you know, the one he kind of had nervous. Was... Oh, the the yeah, the touchdown should have been a pick. <laughs> you know, but Bob, I mean, Thune, Tune for Arizona he rookie was out quarterback. Of oh my God, they were just they were just teeing off. 
and you know, and they could they couldn't run Bob because they Arizona put two tight ends, you know, and then Cleveland put ten in the box, and I mean they were in the backfield all day, so it was it was a massacre for for the Browns, and they're going to come in here cocky as hell. They're going to be talking trash, and Bob, it wouldn't even although. You know, because now the fights before the game stuff, I would have said there will be some pushing and shoving before the game, but the league kind of came down on that a couple weeks ago. Otherwise, I think there would have been pushing and shoving before the game. I got to be honest with you, and I'm not a gambling expert. That's why I lose at it most of the time. I think the spread's a little high here. Ravens minus six. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing, Bob. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I I think it's going to be a – now this one could be – Justin Tucker win it at the end. Yeah, over under is only thirty seven and a half. So I can, that I can yeah, that, you got the two best defenses in the league. That sounds appropriate, but I, I think Cleveland's coming in here try to make amends for what happened to them. Rookie quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson, the kid from UCLA, yep. uh, a few weeks back. But it, Deshaun Watson's going to look to prove that you know he's back to where whatever it is he used to be, which was an All Pro, yep. well Pro Bowl caliber guy in the Ravens defense versus Cleveland's defense. You know, let's man up a little bit here. You got the Ravens lead the NFL in sacks. Cleveland's in the top 10 yeah. in that category. Miles Garrett has, what, nine and a half himself. This is a AFC North slugfest. And for the Ravens, then they follow that up with Cincinnati coming to town on a Sunday or Thursday night, national TV. Bob, you know what's crazy is, is like, because the last time they played, uh, Mary Kay Cabot from Cleveland Plains Dealer, I think it's Cleveland Plains Dealer, she was telling me this morning, she said, just remember back to that last game. She said, think about the guys that weren't there for the Ravens. Ronnie Stanley, Odell Beckham. Um, We didn't have Van Oy. And, no, he didn't join until yeah, what, week Marcus four? Williams played. He's, you know, well, yeah. No, was he? I, I can't remember. But there was a lot of guys that weren't in that game and the Ravens still, you know, because they were playing a rookie quarterback and they, they wore out that defense. It's video at Haiti. One Oh five, seven, the path four, 10, five, eight, three, one Oh five, seven is the number. Get on in here. Ravens and Browns. It's AFC North back at it. Ravens have laid waste to the NFC Detroit. See ya Seattle. See it. Now the Browns come to town. If the Ravens win, that gives them three wins in the division. They're already two and one. That Steelers game sucked, and they can make amends for that at the end of the season. But hey, finish off the Browns, and they can do that Sunday. Are they ready? Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not? switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. To do it. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. A couple of different ways, or, you know, Joe can like you for, for 400, and, you know, few people can do that in the league, Joe. You've sacked him, Laura, a lot. You've taken him down, what, four times? Only four? I think it's four. So who, like, uh, are, are you taking Lamar or Joe? Well, I'm taking down Lamar, but, you know, <laughs> I'll take I'll take Joe right now as far as uh, who, who's who got the, the nod over the other right now. That's Miles Garrett on Up and Adams with Kay Adams. And the question was... Who would you take right now as a quarterback? And you heard what he said? That I'm taking down Lamar, Mm -hmm. who he will see on Sunday. But if he had to choose one or the other, he would take Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's been to -to back-to-back AFC championship games, been to a Super Bowl, playing really well. Bengals have won four in a row. Ravens will see them next week. Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Playing at an MVP level here in 2023. So, Miles Garrett poking the bear, Vinny, which is interesting. Yeah. Coincidentally enough, Cleveland will be here at 1 o'clock on Sunday. But is he out of bounds by saying this? No pun intended. Well, is it an egregious statement? He's faced them both many times. Right. But the only thing is, if you're Miles Garrett and you're getting ready, if he was getting ready to play Burrow, yeah, say that. Getting ready to play Lamar, um, you know, like you poked the bear. Why you want to? Why you want to do? But yeah. I, but I mean, here's the thing. That's Jim Schwartz. That's Greg Williams. That's what they do, Bob. That's how they. Because I promise you, starting Monday in whenever they first meet. Might have been today if they were off Monday, Tuesday because they had a win. Their first meeting today, Schwartz is talking trash. You know, and he likes that. I mean, you watch them on film. They're all, you know, very emotional, very outgoing, talk trash. That's what Schwartzy likes. Yeah, Schwartzy, a Baltimore guy, Mount St. Joe. Yeah, and that's what they teach. With Brian Pure. I know Schwartzy a little bit and talk to him and forever. But yeah, he's he's a heavy metal guy. Damn right, he's going to talk some trash. He knows what time it is. So their players are very confident, very cocky. And they want to prove that they're the best. Bob, like we just talked about, total defense, Cleveland's one, Ravens two. Points allowed, Ravens one, Cleveland three. Pass defense, Cleveland one, Ravens two. So, I mean, it's about, you know, kind of who's 
Who's the best defense? Ravens number one rushing offense in the NFL. You don't think Cleveland's going to view this as a challenge here? Oh, no. Probably who's Keaton Mitchell? Who? Bob, that's why I said that if the NFL hadn't done what they did a couple weeks ago about the pregame stuff, they would have been pushing and shoving in this one. Because they don't like each other. Browns talk a lot of trash, you know, and Cleveland will have fans here. The dog pound people will be here. So this is going to be a playoff atmosphere. Now, if you if you wanted to go to a game, this is a game to be at because it is going to be intense, hard, physical. I just hope, Bob, not a lot of guys get hurt in this game. Well, weather-wise, it should be sun, right. Yeah. It's going to be a fall day. Yep. And unlike Seattle, because when we were downtown doing the Baltimore game, the uncensored pregame show, brought to you by... Rice, Mirth, and Pesaurus here on 105.7 The Fan Live from Brew Brothers at the Horseshoe Casino. I did some tailgating for the Detroit game. I saw, Vinny, a lot of Lions jerseys. Oh, boy. Bob, when I drove in, it was all blue. I saw saw Chris Spielman jerseys for crying out loud. Barry Sanders. I saw a ton of those. Calvin Johnson's. uh, Definitely some golfs and all of this. When I didn't tailgate against Seattle, but I didn't see one Seattle fan. No, like when I come in, you know, like right by the baseball field, I take that left right there. Sure. And for Detroit, Bob, it was all Detroit tailgaters, so they must have bought the Ravens tailgate pass. Seattle, it was like nobody. And where we park in the garage to go to the game, or the casino rather, I saw Lions fans tailgating there. Oh, no doubt. Point is, they'll be Cleveland's fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. There'll be a lot of Browns fans on and, Sunday. And, and I hate to say it, but I think Deshaun Watson, you know, he's back, played in one. He's going to be better this week than he was last because last week, really inconsistent. But it's the arms. We'll do Browns film tomorrow. We'll do Ravens film today. But did you notice that the, yeah, the arm strength's coming? Bob, back? in the third quarter or fourth quarter, when he hit, he hit um, number two. He, oh. Mari Cooper? Mari Cooper. He hit Cooper. He dropped back, threw it from like his 35, hit Cooper on the five. Like right in, perfect throw. Right in stride. Yeah, even Cooper said he noticed the fastballs coming back a little bit. Yeah. But in the first half, it was inaccurate. He wasn't setting his feet. You know, everything was, you know, he was kind of. Kind of took off and run quite a bit. You know, he was a little nervous back there. It's video at Haiti 1057 the fan. We'll get into the Ravens midseason grades coming up here in this hour. Hall of Famer Gary Williams will be joining us 11 o'clock. Talk some college basketball with him. Season has started. It's already been an upset. Michigan State losing at home to James Madison. Terp start with a win last night against Mount St. Mary's. Got a lot to get to. Let's get to the phones. We'll go to Towson and get Pat. Pat, what is happening? It's Woman Crush Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> hey, Bob, so I hope to talk a little uh, Terp Soups, and I know you're the man for that conversation. I was disappointed when they hired Willard. I thought we could have done better. And I think so far his recruiting is just is pretty much in line with what he did at Seton Hall. And at Seton Hall, his results were not up to par with what you know we, we expect here at Maryland. So I was wondering, aside from the Sean and Kaiser, I mean, that's two kids. He's been through two portal um, recruiting classes, two high school recruiting classes. What, are, what is your opinion? And obviously this class has got no one yet. 
What's your opinion on how Willard's building the program and how he's going to build the program? Well, if you look at what he did with the recruit you just mentioned and with Deshaun Harris-Smith and Kaiser, you're talking, they have the 15th rated recruiting class in the country. And this Braden Pierce is a project guy who's going to grow, Jonathan Lamoth out of St. Francis. If they get Derek Queen, which they're still expected to do, Pat, I guess, who knows, with recruiting. I, I have no idea how that thing works anymore with NIL and such. No. But if they get him, they're talking about one of the top 15 prospects in the country, Baltimore guy. So you're off to a blazing start with next year's class as well. So I'm going to reserve judgment on his recruiting so far, especially given the fact he just had a top 15 class that made its debut last night. And Harris Smith looked exactly like we expected he would look. So I'm going to, I'll reserve judgment right. on that one for now. I'm with, but Bob, just give me this one. So we are, we're, we're starting a young man in, in Jordan that, that didn't even play in two of the last four games for Indiana. And he's starting for Maryland. Shouldn't Maryland standards should be, and I know it's still early, but if you look at other programs who have just who have hired coaches when Willard was hired, those some of those programs are bringing in you know better kids. We're like Chance Stevens is not a kid that Maryland should should invite over, right? I, I look. I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying. The days of Gary bringing in this McDonald's stuff and Lefty was as uh, good a recruiter, whoever did this sport. I mean, have they been gone? They haven't had a McDonald's All-American since Jalen Smith back in, what, 2018? I believe it is. But give it time, because Queen's going to be a McDonald's All-American, Pat, and if they can get him. And Stevens is a shooter, by the way, and no one can go without shooters in this day and age of college basketball. He's coming back from a knee injury. Just, hey, Pat, pump your brakes there, son. You already you already got the uh, negativity flow for Willard, and we did one game in the year too. Now he might wind up sucking. I don't know, but I'm I'm all in right now. Oh, cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Pat. Appreciate it. And you know, we'd like to see Maryland get five stars left and right. You know, it's a slow process. NIL is a NIL. major part of this. Yep. And the NIL is why Houston is creeping around with Patrick Queen. Indiana. Maryland still appears to be the leader in the clubhouse. We'll talk to Gary Williams, top of the hour, about how recruiting has changed because of the NIL. We have time for another call? Oh, we got a break. Ah, oh, what a coincidence. Q's on the line. You just got my tumbo by Nolan Q. Now nah, we'll get you when we come back. It's video at Handy 1057 the fan that we'll get to. The Mid-season breakdown of the Ravens positionally, not individual players. How are we giving grades for a team that's 7-2 here at the, uh, I guess, midway point of the season? First place by a couple of games in the toughest division in football. Can the Ravens maintain it? And if there's a weakness on this team, what is it? This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 the fan. You know, it's really it's really great. It's what you want as a coach. And it's dynamic, right? It grows. Then you see it like in a game like that, you kind of see it, you see evidence of it, right? Um, that's fun. That's what that's what you want. 
Grows like a flower. That team chemistry. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talking about his first place team. Seven and two. And say what you will about the weaknesses, strengths of the team. One thing, Vinny, we have noticed is that they appear to be a very close-knit unit. I mean, Kyle Van Noy's been here since week four. Yeah. And he can already tell what impact Lamar Jackson, for instance, has in regards to being a team leader, might not be the rah-rah guy. But you can tell that he's recognized early that people gravitate to him and Roquan Smith and you know others within that locker room how they're respected and, you know, kind of just trickles down to everybody on the team. And Kyle Van Noy played for Brady, played with Brady and for Belichick. I think, Bob, a couple guys that they added over the last year have kind of tied that group together. All right, because before, other than Marlon Humphrey, Bob, because maybe Morgan Moses and Humphrey, they never, Stanley's not a leader, you know? None of the running backs, they were always hurt. Lamar was worried about his contract. You know, so they had, they were a rudderless ship on offense. You know, in defense, you had Humphrey. Then all of a sudden, you bring Roquan in, you know, and then you bring in Odell. And, you know, I don't know what people thought. I, I didn't know anything about it, but he's, you know, watching him. He's the leader of that group. And you watch when he scores a touchdown, old linemen are down there, you know, hugging him and stuff. So, they they have developed into that group because now I think Lindebaum has become a leader year right. two, you know, and you got Moses and Zeitler's a quiet kind of guy, um, you know, so and Lamar is a different Lamar is become that leader of the offense and Odell kind of also so you got two there and you got Roquan you got Humphrey, you know, and then you got Queen who's stepping up. And then now you got Clowney and you got uh, Van Oy, that are those kind of guys. So you got more veteran leadership guys. And I think the chemistry, because, Bob, chemistry is always better when you're winning. It's a lot easier, you know, when you stack and wins together, you know, because why? People believe in what you're doing and what they're telling you because you're having success. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, Woman Crush Wednesday. You want to pick a song, favorite female artist or band, do so at 410 510-583-1057. Terps win last night as they open their season with a win against Mount St. Mary, 68-53. Julian Reese, 18-8 and to Sean Harris-Smith. And uh, Jameer Young, both with 12. Maryland didn't shoot all that great. More turnovers than I'm sure Kevin Willard would have liked, but a win nonetheless. Hall of Famer Gary Williams joins us at the top of the hour. We got film study breaking down the Ravens offense against Seattle. We get into some, uh, I don't know, grades here for the Ravens at 7-2. and two. Right now, one of the best teams, number two in everybody's power ranking, yep. it seems, including Vinny's Dirty Dozen. All right, let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Pikesville. It is Q. Q, thanks for holding. What's happening? Uh, good day, fellas. Q, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. What the hell's a fortnight? Because apparently that's how long it's going to take uh, Aaron Rodgers. I have no idea what a fortnight is. I have no idea either. I don't play video games. I think that's video games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, man, first and foremost, man, to piggyback off of your, off of your call yesterday, when I yeah. called yesterday and I hung up, you were saying something like, um, you've never known me to vouch for Zach. That's a fact. When we, when we drafted Zach, because I remember talking to y'all on draft night, I did not want Zach. I told you I didn't want no rookies because 
at that time, a lot of the mocks were saying that we was going to grab um, the kid from Chicago, Justin Fields. I didn't want Fields. I was hungover from Sam Donald and previous other quarterbacks. I was saying stay away from that well. What I wanted to do, and I was telling you all this around that time, I wanted to trade for Watson down in Houston. That's who I wanted. I didn't want none of these young boys that was coming out during that draft. So, again, I don't think, personally speaking, I don't think Watson is done. I think Watson still has something left in the tank. He just needs to get his feet under him from missing that year, from, the you know, the politics that he was going through off the field. But I think he still has something left. But, yeah, that's who I wanted. Moving along, it's funny, surprise, surprise, hearing an, another person with no ties to Baltimore, meaning from Baltimore or a fan of any of the Baltimore teams with Garrett uh, Miles, Miles Garrett, saying he would take Burroughs over, over Lamar. That's a no-brainer. You understand what I'm saying? Now, a couple weeks ago, before we played the Eagles, I was telling you our two fluke teams, the Bells and, and the Eagles. I'm going to use that narrative with the flukiness as far as the stat department is concerned because a lot of people put too much stock into stats, and it's a deeper story with that. You understand? To start the show off, you were seeing the Ravens is ranked the Ravens and the Browns is the top two passing defensive teams. Okay, that's fine and dandy. Y'all play who y'all play, cool. But if we dig deeper into the stats from a logical aspect, yeah, neither team, neither passing, uh, neither secondary from the Browns or the Ravens have actually played somebody worth worth talking about. Okay, both teams played Burroughs week one, week two. Burroughs was still injured, so that don't count. Throw that out the window. If we go through each team's schedule, a quality passing quarterbacks right now that's relevant, the Ravens' best passer that they went against this year was golf. The Browns? Well, the best receivers they went against was probably Seattle. That don't count if the the quarterback is garbage, though, Vinny. Throw that out the window. I'm talking about passing. Yeah, but Geno Smith was Pro Bowl quarterback last year. And the the previous 10 years, he was garbage. He don't count. (laughs) Including with the Jets. Yeah, of course. Well, that favors so, the Jets. Aside from, that, aside from that, golf was the best passer that the Ravens' defense has actually faced. You're not really battle-tested. So what are you saying Browns? here? You're saying the Ravens are overrated and Deshaun Watson's going to dice them up after no, 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 one not, half a good game? Watson. No, no, no. I'm saying Watson, I still has. I still believe something is in the tank, but I'm saying with you saying the Ravens, the Browns have the one and two best pass defense, I think those are flawed stats because neither team has really faced anybody this year. Your best passer this year, exclude Burrow, was golf. And the Browns, I believe, their best passer was against Lamar. Lamar only threw 186 yards. So, I mean, that stat department is very flawed. Now, you look at a team like me, my team, we went against the elite of the elites. Passing, not overall running and all of that. Passing. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, um, hurts. We're gonna throw. We're not gonna even count uh, Wilson, and we shut them down. So I mean, the stats people look too deep into it. I'm hoping y'all win this Sunday because that'll help us out in the wild card ranking. But um, yeah, the stats y- y'all dig too deep into it. But I think the Ravens and the Browns they got decent defenses, but it's flawed due to y'all record. Just like the seven and two record, it's flawed. Y'all played a bunch of bums. All right, well, IQ, you're pontificating now. He's talking about us digging too deep into the stats. You just pointed out the facts. Yeah. One and two. 
There's a guy digging way too deep. Well, you played this guy. You played that guy. You're the one digging way too they, deep. They played their the schedule. Yeah. They played the schedule. And after nine games, their defense is ranked number one. That's that's a fact. And they have 13 dudes, different dudes with a sack. And the Ravens are 7-2. That's a fact. And when they played Detroit, top team at that time in the NFC. Yeah. Number one in their division. Seattle, number one in their division. Spanked them both. Some people are just hard to please. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fed. If you're on the phones, we'll get you when we come back. Hall of Favorite Gary Williams. We'll talk about the start of the college basketball season. Maryland men win last night, 68-53 over Mount St. Mary's. What is the ceiling for Kevin Willard's team year two? Got the whip around coming up, left 15. And then we got some film study. We're going to grade the Ravens at 7-2. They're in first place. I'm assuming they get some high grades somewhere. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Here on this Woman Crush Wednesday, Gary Williams joining us here in a couple of minutes. Stay tuned for that. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Antonio and Rosedale. Antonio, what's happening? How you guys doing? Hey, Antonio. Will the Orioles sign Fujinami for next season or let him walk? And you guys have a wonderful day. All right, Antonio. Have a good one. Uh, Fujinami putting on them walking shoes. What's the point of bringing him back unless you get him cheap? Right. Right player, right price. And then you can, I mean, you can't teach 103. Right. There's the intriguing part of it. But, you know. As uh, the Rocks and the Riches and the Jason uh, Calvin Myers of the world cover the team, looks like all of their pending free agents are going to be moving on to new destinations. But that that 103, man, he had a couple of appearances where when he had the, the fastball command on point and then used that splitter, mm-hmm. he was as dominant, if not more so, than Felix Batista was. But the uh, ifs. I mean, dude wasn't even on the playoff roster. You know what I mean? So, anyway, let's go to East Baltimore and Jason. Jason, what's up? Uncle Bob, Uncle Vinny. What's hey, up? Hey, Jason. Top of the morning. Hey, man, why y'all keep letting that jet pervert call up here talking that trash, man? <laughs> and he, I, I like mean, the thing is, beer. look, and I, yeah, and I'm drinking his beer this year, too, because <laughs> the Ravens are going to finish with a better record than the Jets. But the thing that hey. gets me, you love his passion. But he yeah, talks but about the what, Jets man. like they're this perennial Super Bowl, and they're not even in the same league as the Ravens as a respected you know franchise. And Lamar Jackson and the Ravens' success is going to be the death of that kid, man, because he be going crazy, stuttering. He can't sleep at night. <laughs> hey, Lamar Jackson is fifty, like fifty-three and eighteen. He got more wins. I bet. I bet the Jets ain't had fifty wins in ten years if you add it up, man. He got the nerve to criticize Lamar, but. Let's talk about uh, that chump in Cleveland, uh, Garrett. Yeah, I bet he wasn't saying that when Lamar gave him a four-piece last time he played him. Lamar scored four touchdowns on them boys, and they was the number one defense in the NFL. But yet people wanted to discredit it because they ain't had that quarterback. Well, last time I checked, the quarterback wasn't on the field defensively. But he's going to see Lamar again, and we're going to beat him again this time and shut him up. And as far as about putting barrel over Lamar, that's to each their own, but mm-hmm. in my mind, that's not even close. And it's on Lamar's end. 
if you go, you know, mono mono mm-hmm. wins and losses. I know Burrow went to, went to the Super Bowl, but he ain't win it. So he got the same amount of Super Bowl victories as Lamar does. But Lamar got that standalone unanimous MVP in his back pocket. I want to see Burrow pull one of them off. Then we could talk. Well, Burrow's yeah, got man, a lot more the, playoff wins. Hey, it don't matter. He ain't win the Super Bowl. How many? How many? What's his wins and losses compared to Lamar's? I don't have faintest idea. All, all, yeah. I know this. I know Lamar's like seven and one. He's got a phenomenal record against Cincy and Cleveland. He's got a losing record against Pitt. I think they said like two and four. Does that sound right? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he struggled. That's because I, I think Mike knows exactly what to do with Lamar defensively. I think it's up to Harbaugh to give Lamar, you know, better game plan, you know, how to handle the Steelers. But, you know, as far as everybody else Receivers goes, Receivers catch the ball, they'd have blown them out. And you know what? You're right. You're 100% Vinny. <laughs> but it's just amazing to me, man. Okay, think about this for a minute. But people say that everybody kissed Lamar's tail. Think about that, that quarterback in, in Tennessee, right? Um, Levis? The mayonnaise boy to put mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah, What's Will Levis? Yeah, yeah. At the two games, they're talking about, I think Tennessee's found their franchise quarterback. Lamar won a damn MVP, and people were saying, I'm still not I'm still not convinced he's the the Ravens quarterback going forward. At the two games, they're already saying this guy is the quarterback for Tennessee in the, the future. It's just funny to me, man. It's no matter what Lamar and the Ravens do, man, you're always going to have people hating. But that I means tell you what, though, nationally, good, nationally, they, they – he gets his butt kissed pretty good. Yeah, he gets respect nationally. Yeah. He gets yeah, most of his heat, Jason, as you know, from the local people. Yeah, I mean, that's because a lot of people still living in the Joe Flacco era, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, the Ravens, whatever good. problems the Ravens have, it's not quarterback ain't one of them. Right. You know what I mean? And won't of be course. for a long, long time. Hey, man, we're going to beat Cleveland convincingly. This weekend, last weekend, I thought the game was going to be close. I thought it was going to be a shootout, but thank God it wasn't. We smashed them. And we look ready. We look ready. We passed the eyeball test. We ready right now, and everybody in trouble. Go Ravens, and I keep listening. There you go. Jason, thank you very much. I'm, uh, I think this game's going to be much more competitive yeah. than the first one, obviously, and I think it'll be much more competitive than the Detroit and Seattle games were. Because Cleveland's coming in here to make a statement. Ravens' statement is, we're the best team in the AFC North. They got a short week, Cincinnati. They're not going to be looking ahead against the Browns. Browns' statement is, well, you know, you beat us last time because we had a rookie quarterback, and yeah, you eventually wore us out. Cleveland's trying to make a statement that they are, in fact, contenders in the AFC. Ravens' statement is, you know, we're the best team in the AFC. Yep, yep. And uh, it, it, to me, it, it all comes down to uh, how, what Deshaun Watson do we get? It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. When we come back, with a shift gears, talk some college hoops with Hall of Famer Gary Williams. Maryland wins last night 68-53 over Mount St. Mary's. We'll talk about this year's Maryland basketball team and the upside that they have, the Big Ten in general. You got the NIL, you got the portal. You got a lot to talk about. So Gary Williams joining us next. We got the whip around coming up at 11-15. Got film study of that Ravens offense as they just totally dismantle Seattle. What made Keaton Mitchell so good? Was it a combination of the O-line or was Keaton Mitchell just you know just a badass that day? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.